Good morning. The members of Faith Lutheran Church welcome you to the 8 o'clock broadcast of our worship service from the Faith Ministry Center Sanctuary. Today is the fourth Sunday after Easter. Rejoice series raised indeed. Leading the liturgy this morning is Reverend Aaron Rosenau. Preaching this morning is Reverend Aaron Adam Bridgman. We will be following Lutheran Service Book Divine Service Setting one. We joined the service already in progress. Well, good morning, everyone. It's my pleasure to greet you today in God's house. Uh, welcome to Faith. My name is Aaron Rosenau, one of the pastors here at Faith. Uh, we're continuing in our Easter season. It's a celebration of the resurrection of Jesus Christ and uh, the centerpiece of our faith. So we're glad that you're here. Um, our series right now is called Rejoice, and there is so much to rejoice in in Christ. We're also celebrating communion today, so uh, we'll invite you a little bit later to join us as we uh, participate in the Lord's Supper. Um, we believe that we are very much sinners in need of God's grace, and God offers us that grace through the, the body and blood of Christ, which he gives to us in the, in the bread and the wine today. We call that real presence 
And uh, if that is your understanding and your belief as well, we invite you to come forward and and receive the Lord's Supper later in our service. Uh, Just a couple announcements before we get started with our worship. A reminder that later today uh, at noon, after our late service, we'll have the second of three congregational forums that is for us to share some information and updates about what's going on here at Faith and and then uh, seek some feedback from you about, uh, well, a possible capital campaign moving forward into this next year or into the next school year. So we want to uh, alert you to that and get some feedback from you, uh, answer some questions, that kind of thing. So that forum is at noon today. And then we have one last one tomorrow after our service on Monday night. Uh, That'll be at 7 o'clock for our open forums. Um, There are other announcements in your worship uh, announcement bulletin. So there's um, an El El Oregonal trip to uh, Guatemala coming up in August. And there's still room for a couple more people to go on that trip if you're interested. There's information about uh, how you would get more info there and uh, sign up for that trip. And then coming up on Thursday, this Thursday is the National Day of Prayer. In the National Day of Prayer, we like to have what we call a prayer and healing service. So that'll be right here in our faith sanctuary at 6 o'clock on Thursday. But all day before that, from 8 o'clock in in the morning until 4 in the afternoon, the sanctuary will be open for anybody who wants to come in and pray. Uh, You are most welcome to do that. That'll be on Thursday this week for the National Day of Prayer. That's the announcements I have. I invite you to stand as you're able as we begin with our call to worship. Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song. For the Lord is the great God, the great King above all gods. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For He is our God, and we are the people of His pasture, the flock under His care. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Our opening hymn this morning is from Lutheran Service Book 810. O God of God, O light of light, O God of God, O light of light, O Prince of Peace and King of Kings, to you in heaven's glory bright, the song of praise forever rings. To him who sits upon the throne, the Lamb once slain, but raised again, be all the glory he has won, all thanks and praise. Amen, amen.
Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let us then confess our sins to God our Father. Most merciful God, we confess that we are by nature sinful and unclean. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We justly deserve your present and eternal punishment. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us, forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Easter people, from the grace of God which does not forget you, from the love of God which refuses to let you go, from the mercy of God which covers all hurt, comes new life and peace. Almighty God in his mercy has given his son to die for you and for his sake forgives you all of your sins. As a called and ordained servant of Christ and by his authority, I therefore forgive you all of your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks be to God. Please be seated. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy house and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. Our next hymn this morning is from Lutheran Service Book 603. We know that Christ is raised. We know that Christ is raised and dies no more. Embraced by death, he broke its fearful hold. And our despair, he turned to blazing joy. Alleluia.
Let us pray. Lord Jesus, your rising from the dead is miraculous, amazing, life-changing, and beyond our understanding. Words are not enough to express how overjoyed we are at your salvation. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that we can rejoice in knowing that Christ is raised and dies no more. As we await our future inheritance in heaven, may we be filled with Easter hope and joy as we look to the day when our new bodies feel no pain and sing your praises day in and day out forever. Amen. Our first reading this morning is from 1 Corinthians chapter 15. But Christ has indeed been raised from the dead, the firstfruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead comes also through a man. For as in Adam all die, so in Christ all will be made alive, but each in his own turn. Christ the firstfruits, then when he comes, those who belong to him. Then the end will come when he hands over the kingdom to God the Father after he has destroyed all dominion, authority, and power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. For he has put everything under his feet. Now when it says that everything has been put under him, it is clear that this does not include God himself, who put everything under Christ. When he has done this, then the Son himself will be made subject to him who put everything under him, so that God may be all in all. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please stand. Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 10th chapter. Jesus said, I tell you the truth, the man who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in by some other way, is a thief and a robber. The man who enters by the gate is the shepherd of his sheep. The watchman opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them. His sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. Jesus used this figure of speech, but they did not understand what he was telling them. Therefore, Jesus said again, I tell you the truth, I am the gate for the sheep. All who ever came before me were thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. 
He will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. This is the gospel of the Lord. You know, when I was when I was younger, I was never really big into camp. I hadn't been to a lot of camps, and when I did go, it just it wasn't one of my favorite things. So I remember uh, as when I first got here to faith, and we did the confirmation camps at Camp Luther and the different different things we did at Camp Luther. I remember the kids would get together, and they I remember this song specifically, and they would they put their their fingers above their ears, and they would sing, I just want to be a sheep, ba 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 <laughs> Which killed me because sheep are not known to be very smart. But the fact is, we have a good shepherd that leads us into the right way, into the right place. Now, what we've heard in the gospel here, sheep used to graze in, in the open range. They were areas of the land that were used for crops. But if you know anything about sheep, they ate up all the crops. And although the countryside was not great for agriculture, there were, there were, the terrain was very rocky and produced a fine crop of stones, if you can call stones crops. Shepherds often used these stones to build sheep folds. Now, before I, I was looking at doing this sermon, I wasn't really sure what a sheep fold was, but it's an enclosure with walls high enough to both discourage both animal and human predators from coming in. Other times, the shepherd would use caves or other natural rock formations as sheep folds. Either way, they were trying to protect their sheep from people that would come in, people, animals, to destroy the sheep that they were called to protect, to keep safe. The shepherds at sundown would bring their flocks in and lead them into these sheepfolds. And the sheep spent the night there in the safety of their shepherd. And there was only one opening to that sheepfold. And during the night... The shepherd would sleep in that sheepfold, in that opening. The shepherd became the only doorway in or out. No predators could get in to hurt those sheep unless they got by the shepherd. The only way in and out was through him. Now, in the morning, each of the shepherds needed to lead his sheep out of that sheepfold. And how do you make sure that the right flock of sheep goes with the right shepherd? Well, the sheep knew the voice of their shepherd. The shepherd would come to the entrance of the sheepfold and they would actually sing to the sheep. The sheep in the shepherd's flock knew that that voice 
that singing voice of their protector, meant food when they were hungry, meant water when they were thirsty, so they followed that voice. The sheep and the other flocks didn't know that voice, so they ignored it. All the shepherd had to do was start talking or singing and then lead his flock out of the sheepfold to green pastures and still waters. And I'm sure you've heard those terms before. The reason the shepherds made sure that the sheep knew their voice is by, of course, singing and speaking to the sheep. And the sheep grew used to that voice. And that voice not only became a source of water and food, but of comfort and security. The confidence in the voice of the shepherd brought peace to the hearts of the sheep. For everything they needed, they depended on from that shepherd whose voice they knew. Now see, Jesus used the right figure of speech here to teach about his church. Jesus himself is the shepherd. The flock of sheep is his church, all of us. The thieves and the robbers that Aaron spoke of when he read this text are the false prophets and the teachers that would tempt people to leave his church or the safety of that sheepfold. The voice that the shepherd uses to call his sheep is the word of God. In essence, Jesus said that the members of his church will follow his word the same way the sheep followed the voice of the shepherd they knew, loved, and depended on. Christ's word is our security, our comfort. Now, Jesus' words become even more interesting if you look at the context. Now, in the context here, Jesus had just given sight to a man had, who had been born blind. That was before this text here. And Jesus performed this miracle on the Sabbath, and that really offended the Pharisees. Perhaps you remember the account of the healing. You remember that the Pharisees actually excommunicated that man who had been healed. That man who had been, been born blind, and they condemned Jesus as well. But by then, that man didn't care. That man could see. And his faith was in Jesus, not the Pharisees, and not in the synagogue, and not in all their rules and regulations. Jesus uh, excuse me, condemned the Pharisees by declaring that even though they claimed to have spiritual light, they were spiritually blind. And because they had spiritual insight, or they thought they did, their guilt remained. Therefore, when Jesus said, truly, truly, I say to you, you who do not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in another way is a thief and a robber. Unless you go through the, through the shepherd's way, you're a thief and a robber. And he was speaking directly 
to the Pharisees who condemned him and who had thrown that man who had just been healed out of the synagogue. He was saying that the Pharisees themselves were thieves and robbers. They were false teachers. They wanted to lead people away from the good shepherd. They made every effort to do so. And there are people like that today. Take your pick. A lot of people want to be experts in trying to take us away from the word of God. Trying to take us away from the good shepherd. Lead us away from what his word teaches us. They replace the true meaning of scripture with their very own opinion. And Jesus would condemn these false teachers even as he condemned the Pharisees and said, you hypocrites. Well, did Isaiah prophesy of you when he said, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. And such false teachers, I know that's kind of an old school way of saying things, false teachers, people who try to lead us away from the truth, were there then and they will be here with us until the day Jesus comes back again. They come in all sizes, shapes, and styles. How can we guard against false teachings if there are so many? While it's never easy to guard against false teachings, it does become a little easier when you realize that false teachings have one central teaching. In some way, shape, or form, they will teach you that you are at least partially responsible for providing yourself your own salvation. You ever hear that in anything, anywhere, you know it's wrong. There may be all kinds of rituals. There may be all kinds of teachings. There may, may be many approaches. But in the end, somewhere inside it all, you will hear a condition. You could get to heaven if. You could be right with God if. And that if usually depends on something you can do. It all depends on you. You've got to be the one that makes it happen. And it can sound ever so simple. God wants to bless you. All you have to do is fill in the blank. And he will give you a little taste of earthly victory. And I understand that sounds tempting. But it all comes down to the false teaching being you are the one that has to do something. It sounds harmless, maybe. It might even sound uplifting. But as soon as any part of the process of you being right with God and called into his glory one day depends any part on you, it's a false teaching. It is a robber or a thief trying to get over the walls of the sheepfold. Any system that depends at any, any part 
on you or of yourself will end because we will fail. We all must stand before Almighty and Holy God and give an account of ourselves. Now, that might sound like you have to stand in front of God and say, well, I deserve to be into your kingdom because. But that's not what it means. Those who listen to the voice of the Good Shepherd will depend completely and solely on Jesus Christ, who has already earned eternal life for all his sheep. His voice gives us his body for food and his blood for drink. His voice is our safety from sin, death, and the power of the devil. His voice is our comfort and security. His voice is our comfort and security, especially when we realize that we cannot pass God's test in our own power. Instead of looking to our own power, our own ability to make things right, the voice of Jesus tells you that the good shepherd is the only door to salvation. When you go before God and confess, I do not love you as I should, the voice of Jesus tells you that God sent his only begotten son into the world to do that for you. When you go before God and confess, I do not love my neighbor as I love myself. The voice of Jesus tells you that God sent his only begotten son into the world to do that for you. When you go before God and confess, I cannot bear the punishment I deserve for my sins. The voice of Jesus tells you that God sent his only son into the world to do just that for you. When Jesus hung on the cross for three hours and cried out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He endured the internal punishment of hell for each and every one of you and for me. The truth proclaimed by the voice of Jesus is that God does all the work that gives us salvation. Make your comfort that. We do nothing. We contribute nothing. God does it all. God, the Holy Spirit, even gives you the faith to believe that's true. We hear Jesus' voice when we hear his teaching. Jesus also instructed his church to continue his teaching. He said, all authority on heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them all that I have commanded you. Teaching the things that Jesus has taught us. And what does that mean? Well, for this sermon, it means this. 
Jesus has taught us that we are his sheep. We know his voice. And he is the gatekeeper. And when he's there, and he's always there, no one can get in, and no one can snatch us out of his hand. He's saying, put your trust in me. Love me. Don't look to yourselves. Because I have delivered you from eternal death. Hearing the voice of the good shepherd in his teachings makes it possible for us to recognize his voice and ignore the voice of the false teachers. And especially in this Easter season, we know that the good shepherd, the only good shepherd that we have is the one that walked to the cross. Bore the sins of every man, woman, and child that would ever live. And three days later walked out of the empty tomb. And that is a powerful protector. So whenever you feel the need or the temptation to look to yourself to finish a job that's already been done, remember that the good shepherd has already done it. And he still hears you. He still protects you. So remember his voice, because being sheep of his own fold, you all recognize it. And in the name of the risen Christ, amen. amen. And at this time, I invite you to rise as we confess our common Christian faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, things visible and invisible, Jesus Christ, his only begotten Son of God, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made who for us and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again according to the scriptures and ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father. And he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead. His kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Gracious God, our Good Shepherd, we bring to you the prayers of our people. We bring the concerns and the joys. We bring before you those who are in need. We trust that you hear us for Christ's sake. We pray today, Lord, for 
Jerry Vandenhubel, who was facing surgery later this week, praying your healing, your comfort, your patience and peace upon him. We pray today for those who are mourning the passing of loved ones. We lift up to you Sandy Weiland at the, the death of, his, of her nephew Brian. We lift up to you, Lord, Judy Bonk and her family at the passing of Judy's brother Steve. We lift up to you, Lord, Al Parmenter and his family at the passing of his brother Steve. Lord, we lift up to you, Ryan Seatbelt and his family at the passing of his father this week. We pray that you would bring comfort and strength to those who are mourning. The promise of the resurrection might transform their grief. Hear us, O God, for your mercy is great. We rejoice today at every gift which you give, most especially Jesus, our Savior risen from the dead, first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. We also rejoice at every other gift that you give, including the new births and new opportunities, the, um, celebrations, the graduations that at the, in this season, those who are remembering anniversaries and baptismal birthdays. We lift up to you, Lord, the special celebration of John and Barb Wagner celebrating 32 years of marriage this week. And we lift up to you those little ones who are baptized this weekend over at our Celebration Ministry Center, including Jenna Wasnitki and J.C. Summers. And we pray that you would continue to bless them and their parents as they teach them the faith, that they might grow to be godly women, bold and courageous in witness to your goodness. Into your hands, O oh Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. You may be seated as we bring our offerings to the Lord. Let me just say a word of thanks to you for all the, that you give so that we can do the work of ministry here at Faith, bringing the gospel message of the Good Shepherd to everyone we have been given opportunity. As we are bringing those offerings to the Lord, we sing, Savior like a shepherd, lead us. Our offering hymn this morning is from Lutheran Service Book 711. Savior like a shepherd, lead us. Savior like a shepherd, lead us. Much we need your tender care. In your pleasant pastures feed us. For our use, your fold prepare. Blesses Jesus, blesses Jesus. You have brought us, we are yours. Blesses Jesus, blesses Jesus. You have bought us, we are yours.
Blessed are you, O God, ruler of heaven and earth. Day by day you shower us with blessings. As you have raised us to new life in Christ, give us glad and generous hearts, ready to praise you and to respond to those in need. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you holy lord almighty father everlasting god we praise you for the glorious resurrection of your son jesus christ the very paschal lamb who was sacrificed for us and bore the sins of the world by his dying he has destroyed death by his rising again he has restored to us everlasting life therefore with mary magdalene peter and john and with all the witnesses of the resurrection, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and singing. against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever amen our lord jesus christ on the night when he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it gave it to his disciples and said take and eat this is my body which is given for you do this in remembrance of me in the same way also he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of all of your sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Peace of the Lord be with you always. I invite you now to greet one another in the peace of the Lord. If you're with us online today, I invite you now to take a beat, take a drink, the body and blood of Christ. As the congregation prepares for communion this morning, we'd like to take this time as they are offering peace be with the congregation here. We would like to reach out to our radio and internet listeners and offer 
Peace be with you, and have a blessed day. Our communion hymn this morning is from Lutheran Service Book 709. The King of love my shepherd is, the King of love my shepherd is, whose goodness faileth never, looking back, looking lack, if I am his, and he is mine forever.
please stand. The body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you in his grace. Amen. Let us pray. Mighty and compassionate God, you have brought us over from death to life through your Son, our risen Savior, and you have fed us in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Now the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with his favor and give you his peace. Amen. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Let us go forth rejoicing in the name of the Lord and sharing the good news. Alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia. Our closing hymn this morning is from Lutheran Service Book 477. Alleluia, alleluia, hearts to heaven. Alleluia, alleluia, hearts to heaven and voices raise. Sing to God a hymn of gladness. Sing to God a hymn of praise. He who on the cross a victim for the world's salvation bled. Jesus Christ, the King of glory, now is risen from the dead. We thank you for joining us for today's worship service from the Faith Ministry Center of Faith Lutheran Church. All the members of Faith Lutheran Church invite you to join us for any of our worship services. We would enjoy sharing the time with you. For Ministry Center's locations, worship and education times, please visit our website at www.faithfoxvalley.org or call the church office at 739 9191. Any communications regarding this broadcast can be directed to Stephen Moore, Director of Worship, Faith Lutheran Church, 601 East Glendale Avenue, Appleton, Wisconsin, 54911. Until we meet again, may the Lord bring you peace.